0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I am Father Brian Gross, uh, your host for this morning. We are in Bismarck, North Dakota, broadcasting live from St. Mary's uh, Central High School. Um, a reminder that you can always go to, uh, the website for, uh, real presence, um, and check out, uh, any of the past shows. Um, and you can uh, go to, uh, obviously, uh, any place that you're able to get podcasts and so on, um, and, uh, listen to uh, real presence radio, any of the, the reruns, um, any show that you are interested in, uh, listening to re-listening to. Um, so, all kinds of great options there for real presence radio. Um, real presence radio, right? In the past, they've taken a lot of uh, good uh, trips. Um, and uh, is that something that uh, Mike? Is that something that I'm um, here with Mike Rodrowski as well? Is there something coming up for real presence radio as far as like uh, some trips post COVID that, that you guys yeah. are that you guys are planning? If you well, have anything that you want to speak about, in
2: regards yes, to that. yes. Well, thank you, Father Brian, and uh, you know. We, <laughs> last year we were heading to rome yeah and uh the covid hit and uh, we had to cancel just like 10 days before we were going to fly out but we did cancel mm-hmm. that uh, pilgrimage the rpr pilgrimage to rome in 2020 uh 2021 uh we are uh, uh now just in conversation about uh, the next pilgrimage and so that's exciting and as soon as that is uh uh discussed and uh, and decided we will let the folks know immediately so we can uh get that uh get that going but uh, so private private discussions not not, (laughs) nothing nothing
1: (laughs) nothing uh planned perfectly yet correct so i
2: I would be out of order if i would say we're going to Rome this spring
1: so understood Yes. How about Strasburg, North Dakota? You no. take a long nice uh, pilgrimage down to Strasburg, right?
2: Oh yeah, Strasburg.
1: Beautiful beautiful large church. If you ever happen to go through Strasburg, um there is uh about 8 people in the town. Um, <laughs> but the church is uh is glorious uh Hague Hague, North Dakota as well. So yeah. Um, we're waiting on Father Boniface Hicks, trying to get a hold of him. Um, hopefully we'll be able to have him on soon. Uh, when we do get him on, we're going to be speaking with him about uh, his book, Through the Heart of St. Joseph. Um, it's a reflection on, uh, obviously, St. Joseph during this year of St. Joseph that Pope Francis uh, has um, has started for us, has implemented for us. And so, you know, the thing interesting thing about St. Joseph, right, is that we don't hear him say anything in scripture, right? We hear him, uh, we know of all the things that that he's done for the Lord, he did uh, in obedience to to the word of the Lord, Uh, but he's never says anything. And um, he's a great model for us uh, in particular because uh, what he does in response to the difficulties that he certainly is presented with in his own life is uh, he he comes before the Father and he puts himself there and he uh, asks the Father then to to really to guide him uh, and to move him in the direction that he needs to move so that he can protect the Lord in his uh, certainly physically right there with him uh, and the Blessed Mother as well. Uh, but one of the things that I'm always uh, that I've re- really been reflecting on the last I don't know six months or something since, since uh, Pope Francis has instituted this Year of Saint Joseph is that sometimes I think we can look at, at Saint Joseph and be a little bit too, um, like, emphasize almost too much that he doesn't say anything, right? And, you know, he doesn't say anything, therefore he's just sort of this, like, humble, quiet servant. These things are true, but I think that can take away also from really how extraordinarily courageous St. Joseph is, um, that this man is, is a man that's filled with, with not a weakness, but a real strength. Um, the fact that he would, First of all, be uh, willing and able um, to respond in this uh, heroic way to the Lord's invitation to right, take the Blessed Mother into His home. Uh, in a, you know, before he really fully understood what was really going on, uh, he responds to the Lord generously. He accepts the Blessed Mother, um, and then, of course, as he leads them from this place of relative safety uh, in Israel, he leads them into egypt i mean this is extraordinarily uh, courageous this is not a man who is is just kind of like well i'm going to let people run over me and i think sometimes that can be a little bit of the presentation maybe that we receive of saint joseph but yeah he doesn't say anything but he is a man of extraordinary strength um and of extraordinary courage one of the things i've been reflecting on too in regards to saint joseph is when we pray his litany which by the way um really encourage you if you have not Seen the Litany of Saint Joseph. If you don't have a copy of the Litany of Saint Joseph, obviously just pull that up on the internet. Um, At the very end of the Litany of Saint Joseph, there's a couple of invocations that we use in regards to him. Um, One of them is Saint Joseph, protector of the church, and then the other one is Saint Joseph, the terror of demons. Um, If you're the protector of the entirety of the church that the Lord uh, has created and given to the human family. Um, and if you are the terror of demons, uh, I kind of want you on my side. Um, that St. Joseph uh, is, is invoked by the church as this great and extraordinary protector uh, of all that is holy and good, obviously Jesus himself, certainly in those moments of his lifetime uh, 2,000 years ago, and also as the terror of demons. That... Uh, when the when Saint Joseph is invoked, uh, all of hell experiences um, itself trembling. Uh, right? What do the demons want to do? The demons want us to experience themselves as uh, something much greater and more powerful than they are. I always sort of envision uh, the demons in a way being like the wizard in the Wizard of Oz, where at the end of the movie, right, what happens? The the curtain is pulled back, and here the wizard is this like sort of like shrimpy, tiny little guy. Uh, but he speaks with this loud and great voice, and he's really actually not that big at all. Um, and so here's Saint Joseph filled with the power of uh, power of God. Uh, we invoke him from his uh, heavenly place, um, as the terror of demons as the one that uh, ultimately protects the church. If you look too uh, at Pope Francis and what he's been doing uh, during this year of Saint Joseph, he added uh, a number of new invocations uh, for Saint Joseph. And they're all around the reality that he's a protector, right? So he's the, he's the protector, he's the intercessor, intercessor um, for refugees. Um, he's the one that intercedes now, uh, we, we say in the, in the litany, intercedes and seeks to protect uh, the poor. Um, and so as this really extraordinary uh, fatherly figure, um, St. Joseph um, represents for us and, and intercedes for us. Uh, and, and really a, a beautiful um, sort of an image of, of God the Father uh, for us. So as we continue um, here on Real Presence Live, if we can, uh, Therese, if you're there, if we could go to, uh, to a quick break here for a couple of minutes, um, and then when we uh, come back, we'll see if we can get a hold of Father Boniface Hicks. Uh, otherwise, um, we'll be uh, just continue this little this reflection, this conversation about St. Joseph. We'll be back here in a couple of minutes.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio, with today's Plan Giving Minute.
4: How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, "'Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation.' When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow. If you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
1: But it's been a great, a great support, a great help for our, 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 people. I feel our church. I've done some work, especially with the with, with the adults of the RCIA. Mm-hmm. Um, I had three adults actually brought into the church this this Easter vigil, and I know at least one of them was listening. Or uh, actually, between that and. Um, the EWTN, the TV, they've mm-hmm. been. It's been a very good means of God's grace, I think, and really helping people. You know, so uh, I've really seen the the importance of that um, in in the church and the people that I've met, and also in my own life. Uh, just listening to to Real Presence Radio, and um, it kind of helps me to, you know, uh, maybe refresh my my faith too, and reminds me of a few things I may have forgotten, mm-hmm. and different things like that. Uh, so it's
0: it's been good.
2: This is Debbie Everett from St. Teresa of the Little Flower in Rapid City, South Dakota. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Gross. We are broadcasting from St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, North Dakota. And um, it looks like Father Boniface Hicks, there must have been a mix up, probably, it looks like, uh, with their time zones or something like that. So we may not be able to get him on this morning. But uh, I had mentioned before the break that uh, Pope Francis had added seven new invocations. Um, to uh, the litany of Saint Joseph, and I just like to to read those. So it would be uh, Saint Joseph as guardian of the Redeemer, servant of Christ, minister of salvation, support in difficulties, patron of exiles, patron of the afflicted, and patron of the poor. Right. So, of course, as we would pray the litany, we would mention those uh, particular invocations. Uh, And then the individual or group uh, of people who are praying would say, you know, pray for us. So uh, patron of exiles, patron of the afflicted, uh, pray for us. We remember, too, that St. Joseph is um, the great patron of those who are dying. And we invoke St. Joseph uh, in those moments, especially uh, of our own death or those who, who are about to die we pray for them uh we pray through the intercession of saint joseph for for a holy death for a good death for a death obviously uh with the uh, in the sacraments uh with the sacraments and so saint joseph uh the great patron of the dying again another one of those uh moments where we we hear that uh you know saint joseph is is powerful um you're not able to you're not uh going to be um Mentioned as the the patron of the dying, unless you were experiencing uh, a great deal of power in in the way of uh, assisting a person and moving from that awful moment uh, of death into the extraordinary moment of seeing uh, the Lord face to face. Again, I'm here uh, with Mike Rodowski and during the break, he was just mentioning, uh, reminding me um, about that uh, book by Father uh, Calloway. Is it Dan Dan Calloway? I believe right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, the consecration to Saint Joseph. We we know uh, through Saint Louis de Mo- Louis de Montfort that there's the the great consecration to the to Jesus uh, uh, to the Blessed Mother, um, to Jesus through the Blessed Mother, right? And, and of course, the Church uh, also has uh, this consecration to our Lord through uh, through Saint Joseph. And so, Mike, uh, as you made your way uh, through that consecration, um,
2: you know what were uh, some of your experiences of it? Yes, well, thank you, Father Brian. Uh, the consecration of Saint Joseph was uh, uh, life changing uh, for me, and and for a lot of a lot of men that uh, go through that, read the book, and go through that over thirty thirty three days. And uh, y- you know, it brings out how obedient uh, Saint Joseph was to God and to Mary, and y- you know, it goes on to. Uh, tell different stories of uh, uh, the life of St. Joseph and Mary and Jesus, the, the, you know, the, uh, uh, the hardships that they went through, the sacrifices that St. Joseph uh, went through. And all very um, humble, uh, a humble, very humble man, uh, a, a very dedicated man to God and his, God's call. And uh, interesting enough, it was, uh, you know, God's uh, sending uh, uh, his, uh, his angels to St. Joseph to uh, give him the messages at the right time, uh, whether that be, don't be afraid, Joseph, to take Mary as your wife. Don't be afraid, uh, Joseph, uh, to take Mary and Joseph to Egypt. And, uh, you know, what a, what a trek that was. Uh, from uh, 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 all the way to Egypt during that time and the hardships that they that they uh, that they had but uh just an outstanding uh, experience that i 've had going through that twice i 've gone through it twice now mm-hmm. and uh, learned uh something new every time I read that and experienced something uh very very awesome about uh, Saint Joseph and his you know just very humble obedience to mary and to god Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: mike you mentioned that um you had uh you know a good spiritual experience so like what what is it that you recognize maybe has changed or or (laughs) added uh what's what's the benefit uh
2: for your own spiritual life uh, as a consequence of that oh absolutely uh I, I, w- I have a new appreciation for my wife Kathy of uh, 38 years and two days. Uh, in the two days, we'll celebrate our 38th anniversary, That's great. so I have a new appreciation for her holiness, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, a s- certain higher level of obedience to her and what she means to me and what she means to our children and now our <laughs> eight grandchildren. And it seems like we went zero to eight grandchildren in zero, uh, zero to 60 seconds. But hmm. anyway, uh, what a blessing they are. Uh, that's, what I, that, that's the experience I had. And then just uh, St. Joseph's uh, being a servant leader, a humble servant of, of God, and how I have to be more like St. Joseph's. And I, I gave that book to my two sons and son-in-law. And they went through the consecration this last time with me. Hmm. And uh, so their experience uh, of reading through that, a new appreciation for their spouse, for their wife, a new obedience, a high level of obedience of what uh, uh, our spouses, our wives mean to us and mean to our family. Mm-hmm.
1: So... um Mike, you mentioned going through it with your with your sons, with your son in law, right? Right. Two sons. And mm-hmm. and so two sons in law, and so uh, I know parishes who have, um, along with the pastor, just a group of guys got together and said, "Hey, I want to. We want to do this consecration to Saint Joseph." And I think, you know, that's an encouragement too, uh, you know, especially to the guys or you know the wives listening, right? Go buy the book and give it to your husband. <laughs> um, but to uh, to find a group of guys, even one buddy and and go through that book together uh, go through the consecration together when you again again it's Father Dan Calloway uh, is the book uh, consecration to st. Joseph obviously Amazon easily to found right. um, and so to go through that book with somebody and and have that conversation um, whether it's you know a couple times a week weekly or whatever and just sort of talk about what what is uh, what struck you right as you go through the consecration uh, that's a, a, a beautiful um, way of, of growing In relationship with St. Joseph you know one of the interesting things about St. Joseph is uh, really only up until uh, and I think it's it's mentioned because I've gone through that consecration as well I think it's mentioned in the book if that's where I'm getting the information from but that uh, it's really only in the last couple hundred years um, that uh, a devotion to St. Joseph in the church really started to kind of pick up steam obviously there's been great devotion to the blessed mother really from the beginning um from the to, you know to the apostles and so on and so forth but but saint joseph really is only kind of kind of come to the forefront right. in the last couple of 100 years which is interesting um and mm-hmm. it just sort of shows the lord's providence his wisdom right that uh, as a lot of there's just such a a need for the fatherly presence uh, in in the world um, such an extraordinary need for like a real healthy masculine uh, form of authority um, and all of a sudden here is here's the church and here is our lord himself of course uh, bringing saint joseph to the forefront and i think even in my own spiritual life just in the last year or two um to be honest right really not paying much attention to saint joseph right. until the last year or two and then just here he is all of a sudden, very, very much present, very, very much um, interceding for the church, as he always has. But but as, as Pope Francis puts him forward and says, hey, let's pay more attention to St. Joseph. Let's have this year of St. Joseph. I think uh, we have to remember, too, that um, you know when the church puts a particular devotion forward or, or places a saint uh, in front of our minds and our hearts, that there's a grace that's always going to be tied with that. And I think that's really, really the case here during this during this, uh, this year of St. Joseph and, and looking forward, mm-hmm. um, sort of mm-hmm. just seeing him uh, move into this new space kind of authority or this, this space of uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, real, a real presence that, that's maybe there that at least for me wasn't there uh, so much before. Yeah, it,
2: it seems to, in the secular world, it seems like there's so, mu- so much confusion on what it is to be a, a man. Mm-hmm. And this book brings out, gentlemen listening, this Book defines what a, a real man of God is, and go to saint joseph he will he will help in many many ways and so again the uh, the year of Saint Joseph, as proclaimed by uh, by pope uh, Pope Francis is Just in time, (laughs) just in time, and uh, I've been in discussions. My my wife and I were in discussion. Well, why why now that Saint Joseph is surfacing? And you mentioned it, Father. It's a divine providence. Mm -hmm. Just in time, we have Saint Joseph to turn to, uh, to clarify, to give us a great example what it is to be a man. Yes, and so uh, everybody, as we conclude our show today.
1: again thanks for the intercession of saint joseph right as we Indeed. as we spoke today and, and as we continue throughout this uh particular beautiful year of uh, saint joseph um thank you to nick emmel and to father jared wolf uh, from saint mary's uh here in bismarck from the from the high school also uh, a great thanks to father carlos martins who, uh, from the companions of the cross and his work of uh, spreading uh, the good news through um, the relics um, that he has again. You can go to thetreasuresofthechurch dot com to find uh, the um, the uh, schedule for where he's going to be with his uh, sacred relics, and then to Ben Warner and to Paul Gardner, who will be ordained deacons uh, next Monday or this coming Monday. Uh, pray for all of those seminarians in your own dioceses, wherever you might be listening from. So, thanks for listening to uh, Real Presence Live this morning. I'm going to throw it back to Therese for a preview of the
4: next show. Thank you, Father. So on the next Real Presence Live, tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Tim Mosier is your host, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Christina Lahr, Chris Haycraft, and Chad Przasky will be on to talk about helping new moms. Then Tanya Waterood will share about celebrating 20 years of Real Presence Radio. And Sean and Lori DeKaiser will talk about living out their vocation to marriage through cancer. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you, Father.
1: Thank you, uh, Therese. Um, so I do want to mention there was a, uh, a note that we were given uh, a Lady Mary from Grand Forks um, who had the opportunity to experience Father Martin's uh, relic display, uh, the treasures of the church, um, as it came to Grand Forks, and she just uh, strongly encourages everyone, uh, if you have the opportunity to go to that particular exposition, that display of these sacred relics, she said it uh, she felt as though heaven was present. She encourages anyone thinking of attending um, to definitely do so. Uh, that uh, uh, Father Martin, uh, he mentioned um, when we were speaking with him about an hour ago, I think it was... Uh, like 130 relics or something he has um he has uh, large pieces of the cross that jesus was crucified on Incredible. he has uh you know different um different parts of uh you know the veil that was that was placed over the lord's face um some articles that mary even uh had uh and so and then he has every all twelve apostles, um, relics of all twelve apostles and and on and on and on Saint John Paul the uh, second as well, and so on, so uh, a very worthy uh, time that would be spent there, not just to sort of look and, and gawk at oh, isn 't this interesting but but really uh, an opportunity for for a deeper experience of prayer in the uh, through the intercession of these particular saints that are going to be uh, presented there also um, he encourages you if you're able to go again treasures of the church.com is where you can go to find the schedule Uh, they're going to be south dakota minnesota montana here in the next week or two he's going to be traveling there Um, also bring uh, those folks that need uh prayers for healing Um, he's experienced some pretty extraordinary healings uh, through the intercession of the saints in those uh, in those expositions again thanks for listening to real presence live have a
0: great day god bless